Hello, church family. This is the chapter 9 of our study through the book of Nehemiah. And um, it's what a joy it is to be able to go through verse by verse through this book, chapter by chapter, um, as a way for us to kind of understand uh, more of who God is and his goodness through um, history that's found in the Old Testament. Um, this particular chapter, just to summarize very quickly, it just shows about how Israel as a nation is confessing their sins to the Lord. And confession is part of what um, the Christian life is as well. Uh, we know that we're not going to be perfect. We know there are moments where we'll fall into sin. So confession is a normal part of the um, spirit, part of our normal life. Uh, I don't know if, if you ever watched those judge shows on like the mornings or early afternoon time. Uh, there's like judge so-and-so and judge so-and-so. Um, there was a time when I was in college, when I was back home, and uh, there was nothing to do, and I would just watch these shows with my brother. And it was always amusing cause to see how, like, wow, they could solve a case in, like, 30 minutes um, or 10 minutes, whatever it is. And, uh, and usually I have a feeling they probably edit a whole bunch of stuff out. But this one particular case I thought was fascinating. It was between these two individuals, or one of them claimed that the other person stole their, their, back, their backpack. And uh, they lost all, and then, you know, they're saying, like, these two individuals stole my backpack, and uh, we, we want to file charges against them. And at one point, the judge was actually reading the list of things that were stolen. He's like, oh, you lost your notebook, your pencil, your um, just some sort of electronic. And, then, and at one point, uh, he said, like, phone and MP3 player. And then the guy, the people that were accused of stealing the backpack, spoke up and said, uh, Your Honor, there wasn't a cell phone in that backpack. The judge laughed at them because it, it basically that was a confession that uh, they actually did steal the bag. Although earlier they claimed like, well, we didn't take the bag. We have no evidence against us. But just by the fact that they admitted that there's that they know what's the content of in that bag shows that they actually did it. And that was an inadvertent type of confession. And in the end, the judge laughed at them and they gave basically they were fined for what they did. And, you know, as Christians, we understand as well that uh, our confession is not some sort of confession to, um, to a, like, a, like a judge in an earthly sense. Our confession is to an all-knowing God. There, there isn't, there, we don't need to go through some sort of trial to decide whether or not we're innocent or not, because God knows. God knows what we've done. And to confess, biblically, it's the, it's the acknowledgement that God is right. When, you, when we use that term confession, we're acknowledging that scripture is, is true in deciding what this action is right or wrong. Like we confess that we did something wrong because God says it's wrong. That's what it means to confess. Um, in this passage here, we get to see that. We get to see that Israel as a nation is confessing their own sin. They're turning from sin and um, and in our life, when we, when we think about confession, it's, it's really the first step of repentance. Um, it's, a, it's a first act of turning from sin, and it leads to, hopefully, an act of repentance, which is going to be really the, our outline throughout this entire week. We're going to take a look at repentance and, and, how, it, and how it really um, is part of the normal life of believers. We understand sanctification is the means by which we're growing in Christ-likeness. But confession is that first part, is the first thing that we need. So when we, uh, for us to think about this week, I wanted to think about what does true repentance look like? Uh, and because this chapter is actually 38 verses, I'm going to do something different where I'm actually going to do the first point today and then the, the second 
point is going to take up uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the last one is going to be on Thursday. So, how do you, what does genuine repentance look like? Here's the first one. Uh, can, repentance looks like first and foremost is when you confess, uh, when your, your confession of sin. The first thing you need to do in order to have genuine repentance is the confession of sin. Chapter 9, verse 1. Now on the 24th day of this month, the sons of Israel assembled with fasting and sackcloth and with dirt upon them. Uh, so Israel now is like, <clears throat> you know, this is right after chapter 8 where Ezra brings them God's word. They get confronted on their sin and then they're, um, they're broken by it and they weep. And then they say, and remember the priest said, don't, don't cry and weep. And now they keep studying God's word and they realize that there's more sins that they've confessed, that, that there needs to be confession in. Um, they realize that, uh, that that's what they're throwing sackcloth. That's really a sign of mourning to them. Uh, so they're you know broken over by it. Verse two: The descendants of Israel separated themselves from all the foreigners and stood and confessed their sins and iniquities of their father. So they're confessing uh, their sins, and it's not. And don't be mistaken here when it says they're confessing their sins and the, and the iniquities of the father, as if like their confession somehow. Uh, uh, overrules or, or they're confessing on behalf of those uh, of their forefathers that's not what it means here it means that they're con- they're just acknowledging that what has happened or what's where they are now in this life is because of the sins of their past they're not confessing on their behalf they're just acknowledging that they're, they're not confessing on their behalf in the sense of like now the past are forgiven and they don't need to be punished for their sins in the past Rather, just acknowledging that where they are today is because of what has happened in the past and, and because their forefathers were unfaithful and they acknowledge that they were unfaithful as well, that they followed in the footsteps of their fathers, their forefathers when it comes to sinning against the Lord. And you'll notice that there's sins and iniquities. And what's the difference between that? Well, sin is basically meaning to miss the mark. Um, they're supposed to aim at the target of God's holiness and they fail to do so. And that's called sin. And iniquity is, is the actions that, uh, that uh, the actions that are sin, like sinful actions. So, like back then, you know, there's like idolatry or um, or suing one another or, or putting their slaves, uh, their their kids into slavery instead of forgiving each other. Other said that's that's what it means by iniquities, like the deliberate actions that are actually sinful against the Lord. So, the Israelites acknowledge that they were like their fathers in that way, that they've done the same type of sins. Uh, verse 3, while they stood in their place, they read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a fourth of the day. So, they, you know, there's a lot of Bible reading. So, you think 24 hours, they read it uh, for eight hours. Uh, and for one-fourth, they confessed and worshiped the God, the Lord their God. So, they spent one-fourth reading and learning about God's word. And then they spent another fourth um, uh, crying out uh, and confessing the Lord. I just realized I did terrible math. It is not eight hours. It's six. <laughs> so they spent six hours reading, six hours confessing. Uh, so they're confessing their sins to the Lord. Um, and uh, their confessions, you see, it actually leads them to worship them rightly. They confessed first, and then they worshiped the Lord afterwards. And uh, we have to understand, too, that that's how we worship. You know, uh, in the New Testament, Jesus says, if there's anyone that you know that have sinned against you or you have a problem with, leave your worship behind, go on this journey uh, all the way back, and then um, reconcile, and then go back and, 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 and give up your offering to the Lord. And I think that's uh, a very crucial thing, that we need to take confession of our sins seriously. Um, there are people that uh, have sinned against us or that we've sinned against, and we think, as long as God knows, that I don't need to say sorry or confess. But yet, there's a corporate type of confession that we see in James chapter 5. 
16 it reads therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much first uh, john 1 9 tells us that those who commit sins uh, if we confess our sins he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness in fact even though verse before that we say that we have no sin we're deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us it's normal for Christians to confess their sins to the Lord. Christians will fall into sin, and the, the level of maturity is, is going to reveal itself in how much they confess their sins. Uh, so the question that, you, that I want to just propose to us today is this. Do you confess your sins um, to the Lord and to other people in your life? Uh, you confess, again, it's not to say that your sins are no longer forgiven, or, or now that your sins are forgiven, because we understand the moment that you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, all your past, present, and future sins are forgiven. Uh, so confession is really the acknowledgement at the moment that you have failed. Um, it isn't somehow now you're even more forgiven, or that now you're finally made right with the Lord, but that you finally uh, acknowledge uh, where your shortcomings are in hopes that you can grow in Christ-likeness. So you, you acknowledge your shortcoming, and that should lead you to a life of obedience. Um, and again, Christians will fall into sin, and how a person responds to sin will show their own heart. You'll see, uh, and again, the more you grow in Christ-likeness, the more you'll be sensitive to, towards sins in your life. Um, I had a professor that, that told me that he was witnessing to someone before, and then that person gets saved, and for he was discipling him, and he found out that this person uh, used to do uh, smoke weed. He said, "I smoke weed for the glory of God," and the professor explained like no smoking weed is actually a sin and he explained from scripture about you know we need to be sober-minded and, and and that convicted him it made him realize like oh i did not realize that was a sin so he confessed it and he, he cut those things off the more you grow in your knowledge of god's word the more you uh the more the holier god is to uh to you and the more you understand his holiness the more sin that will be exposed in your life, and that's when you confess and acknowledge to the Lord that you are indeed unworthy to be saved, but yet God still saved you in spite of all the sins that you are not even aware of, or aware of, both of the types of sins. Every sin that, you've, that you're aware or not aware of, God has died for every single one of them. And for that, uh, we, we acknowledge our sin before Him, which will lead to a life of worship. Which gets to our next point, and uh, that we'll see for the next two days, is that uh, the uh, when we when we want to be more Christ-like, when we grow in our sanctification, um, the first thing we need to do uh, is to confess our sin, and the next is that our confession is centered around our Savior. Our confession is centered around our Savior. I look forward to going through this study, and I hope that is for today, as you think through your own life when you're confessing your sin, that it should make you thankful to the cro uh, for Christ for what He's done on the cross for you. They died for every single one of your sins. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.